0: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
1: Today is Monday, April 10th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for the folks, the line men and the line women of Georgia Power, because we had, not in our yard, anywhere, it was a block from our house, but a tree came down after all the rains that we had on Saturday and took out the power for I don't know, half a mile, square, the big area, bigger than I would have expected. Mm-hmm. And they had power back on to most people within a couple hours. And then it flickered a little bit in the overnight. But I think the last time it went out was maybe 5 a.m. It was back on by 6.
0: Now, I don't know fine. if our power has gotten better or if we have moved to a place that has more updated I don't know, technology or whatever. But I remember as a kid, our power went out a ton yeah, and it took forever to come back on. Yep. My parents now have a generator because of that. And that's never happened to us is since we've been living in Sandy Springs. And I don't know if it's, I mean, I know the I power is that- run by the state, but like, are they getting better or?
1: Well, I think the power company is a private company.
0: No, I know it is, but I'm just oh. saying like, I don't know. I feel like we're like the chosen people over here in Sandy Springs because it was fixed so fast. I mean, even the the tree people that were cutting down the tree, I mean, they had that thing out of there. Jeff went and saw it and I took a shower and then I went less than an hour later and the whole thing was mulch. It was totally gone. I couldn't even tell there was a a tree down. I mean, everyone was like so efficient and it was a holiday.
1: Yeah. So It was Easter morning.
0: And I just remember- you know, in our house, there always being a thing when I was a kid of like, oh my gosh, the power again. My parents also have a ton of big trees in their neighborhood, like a lot of huge pine trees. So maybe it's the trees. I I, I don't know, but well, and, and they were that, speedy, speedy.
1: That the ton of trees thing um, and the pine tree thing, that's a, that's a Southern thing. That to me is, is like being able to see pollen. So if you don't live. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. When power went out in Syracuse, it was because something got hit by lightning or because a car hit a pole. Mm. And in Georgia, when they get a ton of rain, when we get a ton of rain, it makes the soil less firm. Right. Cause it's saturated and these hundred and something year old super tall trees that don't have a significant root structure just tip over.
0: Yeah. It's really scary. And thankfully, no one was hurt.
1: Right. Um, the tree fell away from the house. I did see that when I walked by early in the morning, when Ellie and I walked by, the two, the homeowner, somebody at the house, moved their cars really close to the downed tree and my first thought was are they trying to put themselves in a position to get money if one of their cars gets damaged while they're removing the tree is that a that terrible that's so negative thing? i know but i i i walked by it once then turn around and walk by, and then Ellie wanted to take a picture touching the tree. So I had a couple minutes to study it, and there was no reason I, – I say there was no reason for them to have the cars parked where they were and so close to the downed trees. Unless when the first responders got to the site of the downed tree, they said to the homeowner, can you move your cars away from the house? Mm-hmm. In case the house catches on fire or something. I thought of that an hour ago or so, but I was just like, why are the cars there? Why are what are they doing? And that was the only answer I could come up with. Mm. But anyways, the, the folks at Georgia Power who came out and had everybody's power back on in less than two hours, you guys super, super grateful for you today.
0: My name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful that I have no Sunday scaries because I work for myself.
1: The, you know, you know what's remarkable about that? Huh? I had Sunday scaries for your job.
0: We all had Sunday scaries for my
1: job. I just felt when you were working the morning hours, Monday through Friday, I always felt a sense of well. We anxiety. talked about it before.
0: There was like a it was like having a stopwatch on a countdown in the house. clock. Yeah,
1: countdown oh. clock. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you went to work on Monday morning, you were going to be pretty fried until Sunday morning. Then we would have Sunday. Then the clock would start again. Yeah. Our weekend recap is fairly uneventful. I would say, other than Easter celebrations with with Ellie, fairly uneventful. There was a high point, and we've already discussed it. The excitement, the neighborhood excitement of a fallen tree.
0: That Na- was the highlight of your whole weekend. What else do we do?
1: Take Easter out of it. What else do we do?
0: Well, we dyed eggs with our kid. We spent a whole Easter. Saturday inside because it was Easter rainy. Yeah. And our kids going through like a naked phase. We had a naked, naked baby.
1: Ba- she announces naked baby. And then she comes <laughs> in the room. <laughs> completely naked.
0: naked. She just wants to be naked. So we had a naked, really cute bottomed toddler running around our house all weekend, cutie,
1: which I thought was pretty great. A cutie booty.
0: A cutie booty.
1: But the, uh, I just thought, I, I, it amused me that when the power went out, I was out running an errand.
0: Callie, I called Jeff and I was like, the power just went out and I'm scared.
1: Callie called me and told me, and then during the course of that conversation, she told me that she was already in a text group with the neighbors. Mm-hmm. One of the neighbors their husband was about to put on his raincoat and go out and start walking around to see what happened. I said, I'm already in a car, so I'm going to drive around and see what happened. Then we, I passed a cop with its lights on and I said, Oh, well that guy's definitely going to whatever happened. Mm -hmm. So I turned around and followed him. Then I was able, I was the one I was able to identify downed tree one block away. Looks like it's going to be a while. And then I came home. I just (laughs) thought that was, Cute and neighborhoody, cute and neighborhoody, and and adult and weird and. Whatever. So that was the highlight. You know why of I kind of
0: panicked and I called you and said I was scared? First of all, it was so dark.
1: I know why you're calling of you're scared because you can't stop listening to True Crime Podcasts. No,
0: that's not what it is at all. I had a moment of realization that, okay, the dogs are a little scared because, say, you could hear the, like, I don't know if it's a breaker or whatever going on and off. It was like, sounded like a surge. Yeah. And so Sadie didn't like that. So Sadie was freaking out. Lily was like, oh my gosh, this is weird. We have a sleeping child upstairs whose noise maker went off. So if she wakes up, I'm the adult in charge yeah. and I don't know what to do. Like I didn't know where the flashlights were. I'm like, okay, candles, what do I do? Like what do I do if my kid's upset? Do I let her like cry it out or do I go in there? And I just had this flash realization of like, oh my God, I am the adult. And I didn't want to be the adult.
1: You figured it out though. I did. By the time I got home, you had some candles lit. You were in the kitchen making something by flashlight. I was-
0: I was so I figured it out, but I was scared. so I was like, can you please come home or I I think I asked you to stay on the phone with me
1: um, and then we'll we'll talk about the rest of the the weekend because for me that 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 the, the highlight of the weekend was actually a low light, I think.
0: And what was the worst part of the weekend? You said there's a high point and there's a low point.
1: I think the high point of the weekend was actually a low point. For me, but I'll explain that in a second. I think we should attack things in chronological
0: order. Okay, here's the chronological order. And if you were, by the way, on some sort of Easter break or Passover break or whatever, welcome back. Or spring break. Or spring break. break. There were lots of breaks this week. Uh, Welcome back to the show. We volunteered at Ellie's school, her preschool uh, last Thursday, to for their egg hunt, so you could like parents could sign up. There's a sign up sheet, you know, whatever. And Jeff and I decide, hey, we should really take advantage of this whole we're our own bosses thing mm-hmm. and volunteer at school, be present because we can take advantage of the situation. So we did, and it was adorable.
1: Yeah, it uh, it, it, it it dawned on I think I started to talk about this. Last week or the week before, and then said I would get back to it. But it just dawned on me that we have, we're in, we're so fortunate that not one but both of us work for ourselves. We happen to work together, but we both have the liberty of a really flexible schedule, and that might not be the case in a year. So when this. Two volunteer opportunities came up at Ellie's school. And I think the the conversation started with, well, one of us could do one and one could do the other or whatever. And I think we just decided, no, we're going to do every single one of them together Mm -hmm. because how cool is that?
0: Yeah, it's so cool. So we get there and I feel like within the first five minutes, I may have been... Shamed, like parent shamed a little bit. Yeah, it was just, a, and I don't know if it actually was parent shaming or if it just kind of, I it just kind of took me back for a second. But I was introducing myself to the other parents, and one of the moms, I said, "Oh, I'm Callie," and then I pointed over to you. I said, "Oh, and that's my husband, Jeff," and she looked at me. And she goes, "Oh, I didn't know signing up as a couple was like a thing," and I, hmm. I was like, "Well." And I said, you know, we were both going to drop her off anyway. So we just figured you can always use more hands. And I just don't know if she meant that like, oh, that's a good idea. I should get my partner to sign up too. Or if it was like.
1: (laughs) I think part if if we sign up for a lot of this stuff together. Well, hold on. We're definitely going to be that person, those people.
0: Or am I just being crazy and weird because I'm a rule follower because there technically only was on one space to sign up. Like there was only one slot left and I signed me up and then you just showed up.
1: Oh, so you yeah, technically
0: th- weren't on the Easter thing. Cause there was nowhere else to sign up.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you had to register an account for me or something.
0: That was for field day.
1: Oh yeah. I, I think there's probably going to be some amount of it, it. We're going to be the volunteer parent equivalent of the, of the people who, Who sit on the same side of the booth no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I
0: felt a little judged by that. And then I spent the whole time.
1: You just like the same side booth people. I think there is judgment there. I think people look at them and go, that's weird. I do, but I don't, I judge you for it, but I don't think less of you for it.
0: Well, it's either going to be one of two things. Because if you see a couple doing that, you're thinking one of two things. The judgment is one He's controlling and she can't do anything without him. Oh really? Or she's so codependent. I think both of them are. You know, it's either you're controlling or I'm codependent. I,
1: I don't think either one of those things.
0: These people have too much free time. About volunteering or about the same side booth? Oh, about uh volunteering.
1: Then I oh, oh gross. No, I wouldn't have think thought of either of those things.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: I just thought we're the people. It's, I think it's the equivalent, it's the same type of thing. It's also the people who have, um, you know, Katie and Andy Smith Facebook page, Mm
0: -hmm. where the
1: first name is Katie and Andy, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and the last name is Smith. Same vibe.
0: Here was the other thing.
1: But I will say it again, I might quickly judge you for that decision, but I don't, it doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. It's not, I judge you because it's different than how I would do it, but I don't really care. Yeah. Same thing with, I don't care if somebody looks at us and judges us and says, oh, they're the they're the co-volunteers all the time. You see one, there's the other. Then so be it.
0: Here's the other thing that I noticed. Yeah. Well, one and 1.5 things that I noticed. So one of them is that I felt so insecure around the other moms because all of the moms of these little kids are so beautiful. I don't know if you noticed that or not, like how adorable all the moms were, Okay, but I was like, oh my gosh, I don't look like them. Like they're so pretty yes, and they're so do. like put together. No, 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 no. I was wearing like a t-shirt and jeans and they were like dressed up and had, I mean, they looked so beautiful. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I kind of woman- feel insecure about the way I look like I haven't washed my hair in two weeks. The woman we talked to
1: the most was wearing jeans and a t-shirt.
0: Yeah. I don't know. For whatever reason, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, my daughter is going to school with a bunch of kids who have supermodel moms. So I was feeling kind of insecure about that. And then I found myself mom bragging in the dumbest way ever. And as soon as it came out of my mouth, it was so bitter that I had, you know, exactly what I'm going to say, don't you? I don't. I have no idea. That I was like, oh my gosh, why are you being that person? I said something about Ellie was eating like a cupcake and some pineapple because she is obsessed with pineapple. And I just had to let out to a mom that I don't know. Ellie is so obsessed with pineapple. I think she would eat that all the time if she could. And I kind of think it was like, my kid has a healthy food obsession. And I totally didn't mean I just, the second I said it, I'm like, why you're only saying that? Cause you want her to know that your cupcake eating kid also eats pineapple. Like, why am I so insecure? Yeah, I got to work on this. But it was my first parent thing.
1: That's so funny because from a guy's point of view, I would, if somebody said that to me, I would not think anything of it. And it's not made up. I I know. Ellie asks for three foods, blueberry yogurt, English muffins with peanut butter and pineapple. Yeah. If we had those three foods within arm's reach of her, she wouldn't need us. Yeah. So it's not made up. You didn't look at her eating a cupcake and say, oh, you know, normally she has a protein shake at this time. I know,
0: but it was kind of like a little. That's funny. I just don't want to be that person. And it was really annoying. And the second it came out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, my God, take those words back. Like, why are you so annoying?
1: I just felt um, in the way the entire time.
0: Well, we kind of were. We were? Well, it's a small room. There were a bunch of volunteers and there's like a room mom that's so organized and on top of it. So I felt like we couldn't get out of the way.
1: Oh, I just felt, I feel like moms have a natural instinct of what to do next. Mm -hmm. I don't have that. So all (laughs) of a sudden somebody's passing out napkins and I I look around and say, do I need to pass anything out? They're like, no, just go stand over there. At one time they... Gave me the task to put the straws in the drink boxes. Like stab them That's through the That's a good holes. job for you. Yeah. I did it. Great. And then, but then two other moms showed up out of nowhere and they're like, oh, could we help you with that? And they and then they did the rest of them. I was like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then the the other thing was one of the kids kept calling me Dada. Not <laughs> Ellie.
0: Not Ellie. A well, little did, a little boy. Didn't he keep calling you Daddy?
1: Yeah. And dada. like asking
0: you for stuff.
1: He would seek me out and say, Dada, And then he would bring me because, because the Easter egg home is like plastic eggs and the kids can't really open those real well. well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he'd just bring me an egg and ask me to open it. Ask me at one point. like, Did he do it more than once? Oh my gosh. It was uncomfortable. I started avoiding him. I was avoiding a two-year-old. <laughs> I mean, Geez, here he comes. Cause that, what if he says like data, can you take me into the bathroom? Can data, can
0: you wipe my butt?
1: Like, mm.
0: you're like, I'm not qualified to do this. No, I got
1: to do the drink boxes, buddy. You're on your own. But he just wouldn't stop. It it would have been a great practical joke episode. Yeah. Of some sort of practical joke TV show.
0: I do think it's really cool. I was so inspired and happy um, watching the other moms. Do their thing, and first of all, this whole thing was like adorable. It was so cute watching two-year-olds find Easter eggs. There was nothing cuter. Yeah. Um. But watching all of the moms, mom, all the kids was really comforting to me, and it made me really grateful for where Ellie goes to school. You know, like when her mouth is dirty, there was like a mom right there being like, "Oh, do you need help with this? Or do you want me to take the wrapper off your cupcake? Like it's just you kind of become. You know, all those kids just see you as like a grown up that can help them with things. So in that way, it's really cute. Even if you called you daddy like seven times um, that they see you as like a parent, like you're a grown up. You're the grown up in the room. I I
1: assume that there are some kids who just think every adult woman is mommy. Yeah. And every adult dad is
0: a mom, a dad. So yeah. Interchangeable. Right. I did get a little bit emotional seeing um, we now have a police officer that is full-time at Ellie's school and not we, I mean, the school does. And I felt, I feel grateful that he was there. And I thanked him for being there. I also got really emotional just thinking like this guy knows exactly why he's here. You know what I mean? Like we just had some elementary school kids killed last week. And now he is saying his job is to stand outside of our school and protect our kids. And what an, Amazing thing to be able to do and for the teachers too. It hit me in the same way with our teachers. Like they're going to school every day saying that they will do their best to protect our kids. And it's like heartbreaking in a way, you know?
1: Yeah. I had the same feelings. I, I said well, I was talking to one of the administrators for the school and I said, Hey, thank you for sending all, all of the updates. Uh I love everything that you're doing to keep everybody here safe. But I hate that we're living a world where we have to do it. And she agreed. And, uh, and, you know, but yeah,
0: the, the police officer was awesome though. He was hunting Easter eggs with the kids and, you know, he, I bet he's a parent because he was like down there being like, Oh, look, there's one. Like he's
1: so awesome. Helping some of the kids cheat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Does anybody check to see if he's related to that kid? Maybe.
0: We hosted Easter dinner, which means tons of food and tons of food scraps. And that used to be really stressful in our household. Like, oh my gosh, we feel like we're throwing away so much food, but now we have a Lomi and we love Lomi. I call it a her because it seems like a her. I love her. Lomi allows me to turn our food scraps into dirt with the push of a button. It is a countertop electric composter that turns scrap to dirt in under four hours. There's no smell when it runs and it's really quiet. So we've started throwing our food scraps and leftovers and stuff like that, that we would have otherwise thrown in the trash in our loamy at night, right before we go to bed. It's our new routine. And we hit the loamy button and it does this thing overnight. And then the morning we have beautiful dirt. Throwing out less garbage means it's not going to landfills and producing methane. Instead, it's we turn our waste into nutrient-rich dirt that we can feed to our plants. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to lomi.com slash upside and use the promo code upside to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to L-O-M-I dot com slash upside and use promo code upside at checkout. Food waste is gross. Let Lomi save you a trip to the garbage can. KiwiCo is
1: defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and seriously fun. They create super cool hands-on projects designed to create a lifelong love for learning among kids. Ellie has gotten a few KiwiCo projects in the mail, which, number. One is cool, when you're a kid, Getting something in the mail is awesome. These are super cool, hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered right to your door. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, wait a minute, your kid is not even three years old. What could they possibly be sending her? I can tell you, they're sending her really cool things that we get to do together that match with her age It encourages her to be an innovator even before age of three and a creative thinker so you can watch their confidence grow as big as their smile. Redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at kiwico.com upside. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com slash upside.
0: As I get older, I am really enjoying giving myself a little break from heavy makeup. I just want like a few things that I can rely on every single day to make me look a weight to make me look great and all without damaging my skin. Because when you layer on that makeup, you never know what you're putting on there. Well, that is not the case with Rive Cosmetics. First of all, let me tell you about one of my favorite products, the Brilliant Eye Brightener. This is like the best makeup hack that I have. It's a highlighter stick made to brighten and open your eyes. And what I do is put a little dot of it in the corners of my eyes, closest to my nose, and boom instant eye lift, and it has more than 10,000 five-star reviews. Plus, when you buy it, you know you are buying something that is really skin-loving, too. Thrive Cosmetics is certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, and their products are made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. There are no parabens, no sulfates, or phthalates, and all of that without compromising the performance of the makeup. I use the Brilliant Eye Brightener. I use the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Nearly... Every single day. And I love that I don't have to know a lot about makeup to know how to use this and to look great with Thrive Cosmetics. Right now, you can get an exclusive 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash upside for 15% off your first order.
1: Okay. For timing purposes, we have to move. Why? Uh, the highlight of Easter weekend was a low light till tomorrow, because we have something that we have to talk about that just can't wait. And that's the fact that probably by the time you are listening to this, Callie has already had her blood drawn to see if she's pregnant, meaning that the embryo transfer is working.
0: Yes, and I have been cool as a cucumber about this the whole two weeks, and now that we're coming down to the wire. I am totally terrified. I am preemptively getting myself ready for bad news, which I
1: I understand why and I'm not going I, I'm not going to tell you not to do that, but I'm going to encourage you to remember the everything is always working out better than I could have ever imagined. Yeah, philosophy.
0: So I'm freaking out. I did schedule a really exciting meeting on purpose today towards the end of the day. Yeah. So if I am having a bad day, that'll be a bright spot in my day for sure. And if I'm having a great day, then that'll be even better.
1: Right. The, I I admire you for that because if I remember correctly, you you booked the first blood draw of the day. So you're going in first thing in yes. the morning. The like you're like,
0: how early can you get me in? Can I sleep there?
1: The person who's unlocking the door, you're going to follow them. Yes. It's it's a new iPhone release. You're camping out. Mm -hmm. And but because it's a blood draw test, it takes a few hours. And if they're having a really busy day, which they might be because it's after a holiday weekend. What if you get the call like an hour before the big meeting?
0: I will be, oh my gosh, it's going to be a really long day. I'm going to try to be, I have so much to do at work today, so I'm going to look forward to that. It has been interesting. A lot of my friends have asked me the same question, and the question is, have you taken a home pregnancy test? Because then you would just know. And here's the reason I'm not, is because I have been pregnant six times. I've gotten six positive pregnancy tests. Immediately followed by blood work that says, and, and, and we have one kid, so and you we do, have one kid, <laughs> you do, do the, the math. math. Yeah, um, so and then we go in, and the blood work is like, Yeah, you're technically pregnant, but the numbers really aren't looking good. So for me, it's not a pregnant or not pregnant, it's how pregnant How pregnant? and is, is it strong? Is it viable? How so a home you- pregnancy test would tell me nothing. I would almost be more worried if I took it and it said, you're pregnant because then I know I'm walking into bad news.
1: Yes. And I have actually, I've done the research on that.
0: Or I might be walking into bad news. Yeah.
1: I've done the, I've looked into that to see why there is such a big discrepancy and the home pregnancy tests, they because they want it to be as early as possible. You know, they all say, oh, you can detect, you know, four days before you hook up with somebody if you're pregnant <laughs> yeah. or not. You know what I mean? Right. So, so they are looking for one drop of this chemical called HCG. Mm-hmm. And if they're, if it's present at all in any form, they say, yes, you're pregnant. Right. The problem is, in our situation, is the HCG is always present. It's just remarkably low and it, it doesn't grow as fast as it needs to. Yeah. The goal is to have it double every 24 hours or 48 hours yeah. or something. So it should go from 30 to 60 to 120 to 240 to you know yeah. 500 to a thousand. Um, so that's
0: the reason I'm not yeah. taking the test is because if I take a home pregnancy test and it says pregnant, it means Pretty
1: much nothing for us. Yeah. All right. Here are your three random things for today. The first one is from Marlon Wayans. He says, but he doesn't say, he has 1,100 pairs of shoes. Oh, my God. Here is why I think- What do you
0: do with 1,100 pairs of shoes? Here
1: is why I think this story is awesome, okay? He grew up poor, and he always had to wear his older brother's Hand-me-down shoes. Mm-hmm. So when he got successful and he started making an obscene amount of money for doing what he's great at, he was like, I don't want jewelry. I don't want rings. I don't want cars. I want watches. I want shoes.
0: I want my own shoes.
1: And I actually think that's pretty admirable.
0: Yeah. It's like, who is it that did that with underwear? Will Smith. He's like, this is going to be my, he did I've them. been really successful.
1: He did it for an entire year. He treated underwear as though it was disposable. He wore it for one day and threw it out. And when asked why, he said, because I could. I had the money to do it.
0: Yeah. Your second random thing for today is, everybody's talking about the Masters. Um, It was held this weekend, and it's always a big... Event in a big hoo ha. I've been once, Jeff's been once. It's a really cool thing. But I think what a lot of people, what you don't get to see on TV is that there's a lot of rules and it's a very strict environment and it's a very traditional environment. So here are some of the rules that you may not know about if you've not been there before. Um, if you want, number one, no running. So if you want to get to a certain spot, you can briskly walk, but you cannot run at Augusta National. Um, once a spectator sets a folding chair down, like with their name on it, you cannot move it. Like that's a spot and people take it really seriously. There's no like, oh, this person's moving the chair so they can sit that. Nope. Your spot is your spot. Uh, you cannot have a cell phone there. You have to leave your cell phone in your car, which was a surprise to me the first time I went. I was like, or the only time I went, I was like, wait, what? No cell phones? It's so weird. Um, there are no fans. They call you patrons. Um, and once a broadcaster referred to the crowd as a mob and was barred from doing the broadcast for six years. Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) The penalty for all of the patron side ones is eviction. And you can only buy Augusta national slash master's tickets are coveted. And people
0: hand them down to other people in their will.
1: Yeah. So once you are on the list, once you can buy them, you have the opportunity to buy them every year. But if you violate one of those rules and you get thrown out, the person who owns the ticket is penalized. They lose the right to get those tickets next year. So when you if you buy secondhand tickets to the Masters, so if you go to a ticket broker or whatever you're going to pay an enormous amount of money thousands of dollars for the they call them badges to get in but you're also required to put down a deposit of an additional thousands of dollars so if you get kicked out and this person loses their right to buy the tickets you have to pay them an extra 10 grand per Badge. It's nuts.
0: Um, there's also no tipping, no coolers allowed. The concessions, by the way, are like dirt cheap. It's like a dollar for a sandwich. Like yeah, I their think prices the are Sandwich
1: is three bucks and a Coke is a buck. And it hasn't changed in 10 years or so. Yeah, it's one
0: of their like gimmicks or whatever. Uh you have to wear shoes at all time, no going barefoot. Um, baseball caps can only be worn forward. You cannot wear a backwards hat. And broadcasters must refer to the rough as the second cut. And I don't know what that means, some sort of golf term, but it sounds very fancy and elitist, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Um, I saw a story. You could only buy master's merchandise at Augusta National. Mm -hmm. And I saw a story that the merch tent at the golf course Mm -hmm. does $70 million in business during master's week. $70 million.
0: I got a hat there. Yeah. When I went. And I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't mastered that. And then it's one of these things where like it didn't look that good on me. I actually really didn't like the color that I got. And it just seemed I, I don't know. It just seemed silly to me because in the South, it's like a badge of
1: Yeah, it's a badge of honor. I've been to the it's Masters. A, right.
0: Like I've been to the Masters. I know people. I, I don't know. So I never wore it. And then in one of my like 10 years later, when I was doing like a closet purge, I'm like, okay, I'm holding on to this for what? Like, be done, Cali Dollar, be done.
1: And your third random thing is the sound that you choose to wake up to will set the tone for your day. Neutral, non-melodic sounds can increase the length of the time that you're going to experience morning grogginess. So a jarring...
0: just hates my alarm.
1: Right, a jarring alarm, for example, will... Jolt you it might jolt you awake, but mm-hmm. it also might set you up for an unsuccessful day. You should try things like your favorite song, or animal sounds, or nature sounds to wake you up, and then keep the jarring sound as a backup set for twenty minutes later.
0: Now I am going to try that with the backup sound. Here's the only reason I haven't changed my alarm is because I tried it once, not. More than once, once. And I was late because the song, and I think it was a Taylor Swift song, this is like 15 years ago, became part of my dream and I was at the concert. And so I didn't wake right. up because the music became the part of the dream. So I wonder if I have like a rainforest jungle wake up, if I'll have dreams maybe that I'm in the rainforest and then I'll miss my alarm.
1: But now's the time to try it because you have me as
0: a backup. Yeah.
1: And I'm always up before you. That is true those are your three random things
2: thank you for listening to The Upside Update podcast. with Callie and Jeff most people learn about The Upside from their friends please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow
1: in addition to running around being a naked baby Ellie is doing this really cute thing where she loves to share so whatever she's eating, she always says, try it, mama, try it, Dada." Even if we're having the same thing, even if we're all having breakfast, we're all having yogurt, she'll offer us a spoonful of hers and it's really sweet. And if we offer her some of return, she always accepts it. Or she says, no, thank you. I don't like that. It's really cute. It is cute. I was wishing with every ounce of my being that when we were at her Easter party, she would say, try it, Dada, and offer me the chocolate cupcake with purple uh, icing with little sprinkles of bunnies on it. Because- From from
0: Publix. From
1: Publix, I think, because it looked so good. And I swear that's the only food she didn't offer to share with me that entire week and probably two weeks prior and since then I just wanted to bite a cupcake, cake cupcake
0: pub cake there you go
1: pup cake that's what they should call them
0: pub ca- pub cake yeah a pub cake like a pubs up pub yeah, cake exactly yeah I was born in
2: Alabama raised in Georgia and you just have a ham on Easter that's what you do there's no brunch, lunch, dinner, you just have a ham and then you do all the fixins' with it. You do double decks and green beans and potato salad and just make it delicious. So back off and let Callie have her ham. Happy Easter, y'all. Hi, Jeff and Callie. Um, following up on your comments about the apartment situation you encountered years ago, I was recently selling my house and was living in the new house, driving back and forth twice a day to get it ready for showings because people were using my bathroom in my house like it was a truck stop. I had to go back. Twice I cleaned up diarrhea um, in the toilet. The worst incident was when I went in and there was actually poop wiped on the shower curtain. Please explain. I I do not understand what was happening. This went on for two months until the household. I had to go back there twice a day, every day, once to get it ready to open up and then once to go back and clean up and find the horrors that were left behind for me by the potential new homeowners and their realtors who did not come in after them and look to make sure that they weren't destroying my house. I just thought I'd share. Thank you. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. I just wanted to fill you in on the whole mobile phone thing happening 50 years ago. Um, Most news actually had it on one of their random facts at the end of the show, I think yesterday or maybe the day before. So maybe talk to one of your beats and see what all the details were. I think he had everything. So I hope you're all having a great day. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Mary. I would absolutely give up all of those things to get rid of my allergies for life, except for coffee. I'm not giving up my coffee. Love you guys. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Ari calling from North Carolina, and I had to pause the show uh, just to say, Callie, I'm really surprised with you being a rule follower that you mentioned that you broke the rules with the pets. Uh, One of the reasons as to why I mentioned that is because maybe other people will think about Those of us that have allergies, um, when landlords are specifically asking for uh, pet deposits or no pet deposits, is because there are those uh, people like me who suffer from allergies and some pets are easier to clean than others out of carpets and things like that. So just remember for those uh, those of you who are renting from um, apartments or homes uh, as a prior landlord... Uh, Just think about those people who may have allergies to those pests that you're bringing in that the landlord uh, is not even aware of. Um, Have a great day and enjoy the show. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Happiness is amazing.
0: It's so amazing, it doesn't matter if it's yours or not. It's that lovely thing. A society grows great when old men plant trees the shade of which they know they will never sit in Good people do things for other people. That's it, the end.